messages in like multiple ways and it's going to send you like you know like maybe it'll send you a voice message maybe it'll say like someone will say hey man you, you know the water is amazing and then like later that day you hear someone yeah, talking somebody. about the beach or the beach or you hear someone talking about <laughs> the lake and then the next day somebody's like yo you want to go to myrtle and you're just like fuck maybe all those people bringing up the water mm-hmm. was meant to like reach you so that you go to the beach and you meet someone there at the beach who you never would have met if you wouldn't have went mm-hmm. that can like change your life. Mm. Maybe you get bad science about the water. Maybe you hear about a shark attack one day. Another person, and then like hours later, somebody mentioned how their cousin drowned. And then you're on TV, and, and then somebody's like, hey, let's go to Myrtle Beach. And it's like, hmm, maybe those were like signs. signs that you shouldn't go because like I really truly believe that our life is just like movies, you know. In the beginning of the movies, there's things that are said, things that are done that you quite don't understand until the end. Then you're like, that sneaky bastard. No wonder in the beginning, you pop up out of nowhere, and you pop up out of nowhere because Christine was your brother's cousin's friend, and you're actually a murderer trying to do X, Y, Z, you know? So... You could be having, you could have an iPhone 7, mm-hmm. you could have an iPhone 9, I might have an Android, and it all looks different. It's, you know, it still portrays the same message, but it looks mm-hmm. different. So that's, that's translated into our brain. Translated, you know? So I just say, okay, well, that's true, and that's the case of my environment. Like, what am I trying to tell myself by seeing this red bird here? Mm-hmm. You know? That's interesting. It's like if you were, if you could be third person and see yourself, like, looking down in a maze, what type of signs would you send yourself to help you move better? better? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, if we're really infinite and we're really, like, one with the universe, well, that's exactly what's happening. Even when someone tells me something or someone comments or maybe they're snarky about it or whatever, but maybe I'm trying to tell myself something. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of always seeing it as a negative, negative thing, you can say, yeah. okay, what have I learned from that? What have I learned from this person spilling their coffee on me? What did I learn from someone beeping their horn at me at 8 in the morning and I'm driving, you know, on the way to work? Or, you know, like, what does this mean in terms of, you know, whatever?
human nature is like fire when it comes to like signs and like noticing what's going on. I love looking at nature because nature is just like it's just gonna tell you everything you need to know. Like everything in this room, this entire house came out of nature. Down from like the socks on my feet to the paintings on the walls to the walls to the piano to the guitar, mm-hmm. everything was created out of this environment because nothing in this nothing can be created that wasn't here before now it has to be created from some form of something that's here you know so it's just like damn you think about that like how the fuck did someone imagine a damn speaker yeah you know something that does that and then how do they get that from outside outside from nature to that do you think art imitates life or life imitates art I mean dude art is life art Art is technology. Art is innovation. Art is creation, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I 100% believe, I believe that we're all like a part of, part of art. You know, we're, we're, we're one with it. Mm-hmm. And we just like pour out what we feel and pour out what we hear, you know? Mm-hmm. Like where do thoughts come from? You know? And I'm not going to say this is 100%, but I believe that mm-hmm. thoughts come from the ether. Thoughts come from kind of like the clouds or like the cloud that you have on, a, on your Apple products. You know, like, oh, it's in the cloud. Well, it's like there's an electromagnetic radi- field that's all around us and that's above us that we typically can't see with our eyes or feel with our hands, but we are one with it. And that's what we are made of. We're made of electrons and particles and minerals that came together so quickly and that condensed into to make, you know, what it is we are. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, a lot of things we get, some of us, is not even just quote unquote, like what's in here, it's what's out here. You know, and that's what's crazy and interesting about a turtle is that if you put a turtle in a small box or you put a turtle or any reptile in a small cage, okay, it won't grow bigger than the, bigger than its environment. Mm. Like you can keep a turtle small by keeping it in a small in a small cage or in a small aquarium, mm-hmm. and you get a bigger aquarium when you want your turtle to grow more. Now it has a bigger environment. Oh, that's a direct reflection of, you know, how, uh, you know, as humans or beings, you know, mm-hmm. depending on the environment we're in or what location we're in, it has a major effect on what we, how much we grow. Mm-hmm. And once you grow to a certain point, your aquarium will start to have friction. It will be forced to either, the aquarium will either be forced to break, you have to break through it, you know. Which is, you know, much more painful experience. Or you got to get a new aquarium. And, you know, if the turtle doesn't grow without a new aquarium. Then us people, I feel as if we don't grow without a new aquarium. Even if it's moving down the street. Even if it's like upgrading a little bit, like you said. Or traveling millions of miles away. Or maybe if it's just a little bit more ownership. Taking more ownership in your life. Taking more like responsibility. Those are all forms of... Making your allowing your aquarium to be bigger, you know, because mm-hmm. like they say, like, so much is given, much is, you know, much is basically assumed that you're gonna give out. Like if you have a lot, people assume that you're supposed to give a lot, and you know, even people with noodles sometimes they feel as if they don't have to give anything. And quite frankly, 
they don't have much to give. They have a lot to give, but they don't believe they do. They don't believe that they have anything to give. So it's like, it seems sometimes in like society, I feel like, oh, look, this guy doesn't have anything. Like, someone needs to help him. Mm-hmm. And like, the universe basically balances itself out that way. It has people who are super wealthy and people who are super poor. And if super wealthy people are feel obligated and everyone else feels like they're obligated to take care of the super poor people. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have the people in the middle who are just frustrated because they feel as if they're the poor man because mm-hmm. they don't have any money left over at the end of the month. But they also feel as if they're the rich man because they can go on vacation and they have a car and they have a job and they have a house and they have payments and they're able to make their bills and they have a little bit, you know, a little bit extra every month so they can have kicks and funds and buy their drugs, sex or their movies and whatever else to make them feel as if they, you know, have achieved a certain type of, uh, type of freedom. But the thing is, like, in this huge animal farm, and which it really is, with mm-hmm. corporations, mm-hmm. corporate entities that work as people, you know, hire people for the week. Mm-hmm. And when the weekend comes and Saturday rises, everybody's so tired from Monday through Friday that on Saturday they don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday it's revved back up. For productivity, productivity. You know, I heard really sad you know? from one of my friends downtown. Yeah. He started working like an actual like Monday through Friday job. Mm-hmm. He says like he likes it because like after he's done, he can just like not like do anything or not like I don't know. The you way know, he worded it was like really. No, sad. listen to what you just said. He likes it mm-hmm. because after he can do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how most people think. Mm. They like their job because they can go home, which means they don't like their job. The only thing they like is that they can get what they want, Mm -hmm. and they like the fact that after they get what they want, that they can now, like, they don't, everyone hates their job, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's what boss comes from, um, means, comes from basa, and that's master. So when you say when people say you're your own boss, it's like you're your own master. When you say you have a boss, it's like you're saying that you have a master. Mm-hmm. Now when you're at work, you are required to do what you have to do, or you're fired. You know, and in this society, the biggest rebels I mm-hmm. see is the homeless man on the street, because mm-hmm. she's just said fuck it, like, you know, I'm not gonna pay for anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna work. I'm not paying. He's not, definitely not paying taxes if he's on the street. And he's going to live his life where people look at him as if, you know, he's not respected. But, mm-hmm. of course, they look at him like that. He's the, he's the person. He's kind of like, in their eyes, he's the freeloader on the plantation who doesn't have to work for master. But everybody has everyone's money. Mm-hmm. Who works for master also goes to fund him to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. You know, or keep him. Or sometimes they just wander the streets. So if everybody went homeless... I mean, if everyone just said they're not going to work and they're going to stay home today and that they're done, mm-hmm. you know, then after a while, after, and this is, this wouldn't happen because people love convenience. Yeah. You're not going to tell someone who works at Walmart or is a C supervisor there who has a great job, mm-hmm. which means, yes, they are a slave, but at least they are a well-paid one. Who has the comfort of getting all the food they want. Mm -hmm. They can have their food, their shelter, Mm -hmm. and whatever else that they can want in a certain amount of bounds. There's like an imaginary circle around people's 
like psyche of what you can do because like really you know what the romans did with their slaves they were some of the romans they started giving their slaves certain freedoms and like you know now it's like you graduate from college and it's like here's a list of occupations and you can create your own occupation but choose one you know and a lot of people have trouble because it's like like fuck well you know you're gonna have to work because yeah. you need money mm-hmm. and they didn't teach you how to make your own money yeah or they didn't teach you how to like just go out and be your own farmer you know they're not gonna do that and they don't really and it's and that is good for the economy but think about it you make dollars those dollars you pay what taxes on mm-hmm. that's the mafia the mafia shops and shit in New York the Italian mafia the Jewish mafia whatever mafia is up there they would go around to the shop owners every Friday demanding payment mm. it was like instead of them saying that that's the way that they can still own the business they go in there and they fucking with the owner where is Sam at where is John at where is Sally you have to pay us dues to do business here that is tyrant you know tyrancy the only way they they, could, did they own no they're, they're just they the mafia to just threaten them it's mm. easy you see that humans people are the only beings animals on this earth that you can threaten with a future future result like you can't go to a dog and say if you don't do this I'm gonna beat you later you're not gonna go to any animal and tell the animal that you're gonna kill it later if it doesn't do what you want it to do mm. but for people you can do that and our minds are so powerful that we can put ourselves in a predicament of death before it happens and the fear of that causes a paralysis which typically people don't do anything or they run mm-hmm. or they stay and listen and I mean when you, you ever seen the movie IP Man yeah. well, it's a Chinese movie about a fighter you seen IP Man yeah. well they did the same thing to IP Man he op- wanted to open up his Kung Fu school and all the other the guys were like well okay sure but you have to pay this membership thing to do it you know you gotta be a member of the ship you gotta be part of an organization mm-hmm. you know you gotta be part of the this and the IP man didn't want to so they made he had to or first they said you have to fight all of us if you wanna open a school and he fought all of them and kicked all their asses and still refused to pay <laughs> mm. you know but it's kinda of like someone refusing to pay taxes and the way that Uncle Sam you know the government says you know what you know what, businessmen? We're going to give you some ways that you can do this legally, which is still a form of retirement because they don't want to create legal codes. But it's like, okay, you cannot pay taxes if you put all of your money into real estate. You know? So if I make a million dollars a year, I can live off maybe 20000 business expenses, mm-hmm. spend 20000 in business expenses to uh, cancel out my income, or 100000 to cancel out my income, and then the rest of the 900000 or $956,000, I can just put it in properties. And I won't have to pay a penny of taxes on any of that money. Because it's circulating. Because you're putting it pretty much into real estate, which is the foundation of this economy, which still benefits hmm. the, the big gangs up top because, you know, you buy the house and it's recorded sale and, you know, they make their money on their ends, whether you're getting a... You're getting some type of funding from the bank, or mm-hmm. you know, because they want to they want to give their money out because the thing is, the money is the only thing that keeps people locked up in their system. Mm. 
Like, they're going to get their money out. They have to, because if no one's mm-hmm. using their money, then they're not making any. So what if we had, like, let's say there's, like, a group of people that exist, like, in a city, in, like, a commune setting, and they just barter instead of paying anything? Well, the thing is, all goods cost money. Okay. So even if they barter, where do they get their goods from? And if mm-hmm. they're paying cash for their goods, they're not going to want to trade you a good for a good. Because their mortgage man is not going to say that. Mm-hmm. You know? And then the thing is, too, like, well, I thought you were going to take it somewhere different when you said that. I thought you were going to okay. take it to, like, whether there was a different type of fiat, whether there's a different currency that was created amongst people. Mm-hmm. And they started using it. Because people would tra- exchange money. Money is an agreement. That's all it is. You agree that this is worth a dollar. Yeah. And based on the economy, we say that this dollar can get you to so much amount of product or goods. Mm-hmm. Well, in the past six or seven years, that one dollar that was valued from 1940 to 2020 is a monumental difference, even though people are still getting paid the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, like a dollar before might get you a table. Now a dollar gets you the, the Sharpie. It doesn't even get you the Sharpie. It gets you the lighter. And actually, you need two dollars to get that. Yeah, you know, people made five thousand in a year, but it was equivalent to someone making fifty now. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they had all coins. I mean, if all shit went to loose right, all shit went to hell right now, and all money was, and this is based off of Schwann's law too. The Schwann's law Schwann's state, law. yeah, Schwann's or Schwartz, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. If you look this up, you'll definitely find it. It says that whenever there's two currencies or two or more currencies in a society that the bad money will be spent and a good money will be kept. And in this present day, the bad money is the dollar bill. The bad money is is the dollar because now places even say with this cult, with these symptoms, we don't accept cash here. Mm-hmm. We don't accept cash here. Well, since money's being pumped into the economy and, our, and really right now, you know, it's really becoming worth less. The only thing that can protect you having anything is was your assets. Because once the money changes or the currency changes, you still got your asset. You still got your car, your house, yeah. or your life. You know, or it's the other currency, which is what other currency is out there right now? Cryptocurrency. You don't see people spending cryptocurrency. They keep cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. They keep gold. They keep silver. So gold's still a good form of currency, you think? I mean, that's something that's going to be around for a long time. But really? only only problem with gold, though, is this. It's hard to take with you. Mm. It's bulky and it's hard to take with you. Heavy. And if you're carrying gold around with you, you're likely to get robbed once someone finds out. And if you take gold into a store, I mean, probably won't accept it. He said, unless it's a private-owned business where their owner isn't there working, then he may decide to, to get, take what you have for gold. But even he, he's not a goldman. What's he going to do with that gold? Trade it. Yeah, but he, how does he know that that gold is full gold? Mm-hmm. How does he believe that it's 18 carats? How does he know how much that 18 carats is worth? True. How, do you want to give 18 carats of gold to someone for a sandwich? How do you know how much to cut off to give him a piece of it? Mm-hmm. That's fair. The owner's never even in. So the guy who's working there, all he's been trained to do is accept dollars. So now what you're going to do, beg the man to put his own money into the cash register and take your gold. And he doesn't even know you from the look of anyone else. Mm. You know, I really believe the state and the bigger kingdoms will take the gold and bury it under there, like, whatever. Mm. But I really think cryptocurrency is going to be the way it goes because 
it's trackable. Mm-hmm. You don't have to touch it. It's backed by technology, which isn't going anywhere. It's only going forward. And at this point, it seems to be like a viable, unlimited source mm-hmm. that is secure. And yeah. you can pay people all across the world. And they can't see the sender. They can't see who receives it. But they know where it goes. Somehow they know where the data travels. Well, you know, I think that that's going to be the currency that's going to... Especially, you know, we may not realize it now, but most people with money right now are like, they're making moves. They've already made mm-hmm. moves. They've already moved 70% of their money to crypto or gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Kept like, bought a bunch of supplies. They bought a bunch of food, um, protection like systems, bunker. guns, bunkers, things like that. And they're just like, at this point, they're just waiting. You know, they're just they're cl- they're they're clearing off the assets. They're selling off their assets. Some of them mm-hmm. who are in fear, and they're getting cash so that they can protect their family mm-hmm. and maybe their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, while the rest of us, you know, do our daily routines, mm-hmm. their daily routines are totally different. Their houses don't look like ours. Their families don't look like ours. They don't talk like our families do. Mm-hmm. They don't think the way we think. Mm-hmm. And neither do they act the way that we act, you know, because they have a different upbringing and a different level of uh, quote unquote class, mm-hmm. which gives them time. Money gives people time. You have enough money, technically, now you're no longer a slave, but no, you're just now the perfect slave. You know, you're just like the one who is like, you level up in the society. It's like, okay, you're making 200 grand a year. Mm-hmm. You know, now you can buy whatever, you can buy a whole lot more than the other guy. Mm-hmm. You know, or you can do certain things. But all money is debt. And yeah, it tells you to that. The feds. Mm-hmm. To the feds? To the feds? Oh, for everyone. Mm-hmm. When you get money, it's just a collection of debt. Mm-hmm. That's all it is debt. And there's good debt and there's bad debt. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing, it's all an IOU. You know, a lot of it, we're pretty much doing shit all day for IOUs. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. Yeah. It's just a middleman. You know? At the end of the day? Just a middleman. Yeah. Pretty much. And once everybody decides to use the middleman, good luck getting around him. And if you can't get around the middleman, trust me. Cryptocurrency has been widely accepted, so many people are now using a different middleman. But once people really lose faith in the dollar, like the average person wakes up. Which probably won't happen to six months, a year, two years, and once everyone's realizing what actually happened when they dumped those, simu- why they put those stimulus checks in the economy. Once people realize why they did that, why did they do that? Well, to bail themselves out. It's like okay, well, we need to keep people happy, mm-hmm. so here's some money, and you mm-hmm. think that we got money? Imagine how much the people at the top got. You know, if we got this amount, imagine how many people got the top got. They did that because. Economy's been failing, you know. So the way to keep the economy going is to pump, keep pumping it up. Just keep pumping air in the balloon, even though it has a hole in it and it's getting fired. Just keep pumping air, keep pumping air, keep pumping. And after a while, like, yeah, they can print as much shit as they want, but the majority of people are gonna be like, wait, you know, resources are gonna go down. That's already happening. Like, it's all about the meat industry. There's a lot of meats that aren't on the counters anymore. A lot of sectioned off areas in the states and cities where. They have a quality of service and goods, and other places don't. Mm-hmm. Or other places will have inflated prices. There'd be more food deserts, and yeah, you know, they already came out with. Uh, they also said the procurement of goods and services, titles, uh, the sixty-six amendment, 
um, like Title 36, 29, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Procurement basically means looting or foraging in a time of desperation where it's actually legal to do. And uh, that's the times that we're in right now. So, uh, I mean, for me personally, I uh, plan on getting away from the city. Mm-hmm. You know, because the city is where it's uh, congestion of people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of panic in the city. Once the police force are defunded, like everybody's praying for right now, and no one really knows what that means. But once I saw the video that you posted yeah. about the defunding it. You'd have to get rid of everything that I mean, comes before it. I mean, they don't have money. The main problem is this in their resources. It's just uh, the payroll. So they don't have money to pay people, and people get laid off. If they have less money than more people get laid off and no one has a job mm-hmm. and they just hire contractors and these contractors will roam the streets like a robocop doing contract work and having quotas and just like a corporation they have a certain amount of revenue they want to hit every month and whatever mm-hmm. and they would stop at nothing to hit their goals you know so yeah, I can only imagine things getting a lot worse from now you know yeah. if it's hot now no it's going to be burning in it <laughs> But at the same time, life goes on and yeah. things will continue. Even if we're not here. I mean, bro, it's not about us. It's not about us being here or not. Yeah. It's like 2008 or 2012 or where everyone thought the world was gonna end. Mm-hmm. It did, you know. And those other years, we thought the world was gonna end. It did end, and it end ended in the sense of the way that we knew it. How you so? know, I mean, because like we're in a te- we're transitioning right now. Okay. From the industrial age to the technology age. Okay. Anytime that, what was the other age before than the steel age or the bronze, st- the bronze and all other stuff. Every time a transition happens, what happens? One market opens up, another market crashes. Mm-hmm. And an example of this, auto salesmen getting laid off. Mm-hmm. No one really goes to dealerships as much anymore. People aren't buying as many cars. Mm-hmm. People who are truck drivers laid off. Why? Because there are self-driving trucks now, and the technology's out there, and it's a lot less property and casualty liability for a company. It's going to end up like the Matrix. Like people are just going to be like in little pods, existing. We already are. Look at us. Yeah. I mean, if we're comfortable with this little pod, I don't think we. You're going to really complain. After I don't think our children. It's not about us. It's about our children. Mm-hmm. I don't think our children are going to complain about being in an actual pod. And actually, it'll be for their own safety. You know, that's what they'll make it out to be. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, the air out here is so fucking contaminated, mm-hmm. you know, that we can't, that you have to stay in this little box. And it'll be a lot harder for anyone to accumulate wealth. Mm-hmm. It'll be almost impossible. People will wish they were born in this time, you know. Do you think that it would be, like, people existing in the pod and then there's, like, a VR thing where you can, like, go around and act, interact with other people that are in pods? They already have that. That's already a thing. You already have, like, bro, virtual reality. Look at our phones. Yeah. And it's not something that goes over your face where you can actually grow. They have that technology. They're just prepping you for it. Mm-hmm. They already have VRs out there. They're just going to get better. Mm-hmm. You're going to have something where you can put the thing on your neurons, go to sleep, and it takes you to a whole other like, realm or something, into a virtual whatever. People are gonna be ha- people already have dolls where they pay 12000 for a doll that's lifelike mm-hmm. that they can have do whatever they want with you know the sex dolls sex dolls bro they got chips they can put in your brain right now where the chip in your brain can like or they have people testing out chips in your arm or they can turn their lights on or turn their lights off or do, I mean think about it there are kids in, coming out of different valleys or whatever with these technologies and they're testing it out mm-hmm. what do you think why do you think Elon Musk stock went up 
It didn't go up because his cars are so fucking are doing so fucking hot. It mm-hmm. went up because he's also in the medical industry and he's working on devices that can stop people who have seizures from having seizures by putting this chip in their brain and doing some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So it starts off like that. It always starts off solving an issue for someone who has a problem. biological problem. Once it works for them, it'll be massively accepted and the technology will increase. And for that guy who wants to be a little smarter, for that person who wants to be smarter, faster, stronger, or more attractive, mm-hmm. I mean, they have the options to gene splice, gene code, and to do different things to bring you more strength, power, and whatever else you want. You know, you want smarter kids, no problem. You know, we'll, we'll, let's incubate the kid and we'll do this so that you make sure we come out with this type of traits. Do you think they're going to do a lot of more genetic modifying to children? I mean, bro, they've already, they've already cloned children. They've already cloned people and they've already cloned animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can clone a sheep. Why can't they clone a person? That's fair. They can. They already mm-hmm. done it. They've already done it. I mean, you don't even know if you're walking around right now with somebody who's who's cloned. Mm-hmm. It won't come out to another twenty years. Yeah, you think so? Twenty years? That's a long time. It's already out there now, but I mean, like for the public. Mm-hmm. Like right now, people are tripping over everything that's going on with the government and figuring out all this shit. But that shit's been out there. For yeah. tens and twenty and thirty, they're already on something else. They're already on something else. Yeah. Like they're on, they're they're in twenty forty already, prepping for that. Like mm-hmm. they're in, they're fifty years ahead of us. Like we don't have technology. You can go to somebody's house who really is really wealthy, and you go in there and you feel like you're on a different planet. Mm. That's because of the amount of like tech that's actually there, you know. So they're already ahead, man. Mm-hmm. They're already ahead. They're already past this. You know, this is we're living in uh, the twilight zone right now. Twilight zone. Yeah. Everyone's probably on. What do you mean by that? Eh, it's a theater production, black and white. Uh, We're walking around thinking these events are it's random. It's just a play. It's a play. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'm not saying every event is orchestrated, but most of them. I mean, if they they're get major or the ones they the ones they promote. Think about it. All these yeah. things are happening, but only a, like one percent gets promoted. Mm-hmm. Why? So they can predictively program you to do what you. It's kind of the same thing. Give them a bunch of options. Um, you know, a lion doesn't try to escape. He gets his food. He has whatever. It's the same thing. We think, like, if someone thinks they're free, mm-hmm. then they're probably a slave. But once you realize that you're on a plantation, that you can see that, mm-hmm. that's when you can actually overcome it. Because you can't overcome the fact that you are in a predicament unless you identify that predicament. Mm-hmm. And you recognize and you interpret it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 50 years from now, we people... They're, the percentage of people who can even identify what is going on may be so low or it may be a bigger amount but even those who can it'll be so few of them to where they will either benefit off of it or be peer persecuted or be persecuted for it you know mm-hmm. what do you mean we're slaves I have a good fucking job mm-hmm. you know, this is like you just don't get it yeah you know, like, just to make that click in someone's head that they're literally on a plantation right now, mm-hmm. or, like, the whole world is, would be, like, mind-boggling for them. Like, what do you mean on it? Like, you gotta get a license to drive. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a license to have a gun, supposedly. You gotta get a license to fucking walk outside and cross the fucking street. Well, who gave anyone permission to you to give out a fucking license to do any of that? Mm-hmm. Why would I be... They're allowing restrictions on themselves. But it's like, why would I... Like, imagine the first time I said, you need a license to do this. Like, motherfucker, I'm not getting your a fucking license. My dad taught me. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, people mutually accept it. And then after a while, people justify other people getting reprimanded 
for actions because they say, well, I got my license. Why didn't they just go to the DMV and get it? Yeah. And it's because, like, they weren't intelligent enough to know what the, the implications of what it meant. And people like the idea of having government to protect it and having, you know, different things that provide an illusion of safety. Like, mm-hmm. like a parent figure. Mm-hmm. That's why they probably created the idea of mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole mom and dad thing is, like, some... I mean, that kind of came, like, who, like, you think 2,000 years ago, 3,000, 4,000, maybe they had families, but the whole mom. The kids were out there working, too. Yeah, I mean, bro, like, you could, you know, we don't know how, like, with this type of environment, it caused people who had children to be even more alike. I mean, but, like I said, mom and dad is a construct that came from religion. Hmm. You know? So, I'm not saying people. I didn't know that. Well, I'm not saying people will work. I mean, you gotta look at the the root of mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I don't really know fully what that means, but mm-hmm. I, you know, or, you know, the implications of that. But I should look into it. The way that people parent now, mm-hmm. it's totally different than the way they parented before. I agree with that. I mean, you got you had girls having were married at 14. Mm-hmm. Now you got your daughter in your house, and she's 23. Yeah. She's old as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, get the hell out. <laughs> the fucking house. You're literally an adult who cannot provide for themselves. Mm-hmm. We are at this point, we're like all babies. Even our parents are babies, especially. Yeah. They just need, they need a savior. They need a job. They need health insurance. They need a house. They need this. They need that. They need, they need, they need. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, if most of our parents lost their job, I mean, they'd be screwed, mm-hmm. you know, um, they'd be done for, and mm-hmm. we're not educated, man, we're, we're getting dumber by the, by the century. Mm-hmm. I mean, last century, you had eight-year-olds who could understand, who told to tell you all 50 states, mm-hmm. and probably tell you how to travel to some of them, mm-hmm. just looking at a map. Yeah. Now, you hand a brother, or a sister, or anyone a map, and say, go to Texas, Without a phone or any of their technological devices, they look at you like they're crazy. Yeah, they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't make it. You know, they wouldn't make it on their own devices. And mm-hmm. they even in this society where everyone has the fiat currency, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to figure out how to separate someone from their currency and get into their pocket, unless they were completely starving, completely hungry, and mm-hmm. then their reptilian brain would cut on. And they would go to extreme measures to get what they want. Mm-hmm. And most people, since they don't have the intelligence... They won't allow themselves to do that. No. The thing is, they're, people are fed way too much. We're fat. Yeah. Our stomachs are too happy to do anything. Eating too much. But once we get hungry, okay. once we get hungry, which may be soon, mm-hmm. once people start having less food in the house, mm-hmm. and less things on the street, imagine then what people will do I mean come on a hungry man I actually like sometimes make, keep myself just a little hungry so I can just have a little edge about me you know like they like, just don't like you know what fuck it bro just don't eat today see what happens yeah let's make it one of those days you know two days let's just do two fuck yeah. it what's gonna let's let's just drink some water and not eat that much food and yeah I have a certain edge I get more I'm more passionate about certain things so like mm-hmm. I can stay up later at night and I'm just going 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 mm-hmm. I wake up like go to sleep at two and I'm up at like seven or eight and I'm like yeah <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, you know, because like, yeah, I can, I can relate. I mean, so, someone who's, I mean, bro, everyone loves to rap about the hustle, the grind. Mm-hmm. They like to talk about when it was hard. Mm-hmm. No one wants to tell you a story about how they had it made. 
has a comfy. Because that's not fun. Yeah. It's boring. Like, some people, I think, would literally wish to come back in the next, like, lifetime as, like, struggling. They're like, yeah, just make me a poor man. Come make, raise me in a poor family because I just want to do this shit again. And I don't want to do it bigger. I mean, like, the most successful people have some of the most horrific stories. Or the most, like, whatever. Like, almost all entrepreneurs do because in order to break away from comfort, Mm -hmm. to say you don't want to live a comfortable life or you have a good job and you just do that, you have to have some different wires. You know, your brain has to think differently because most people work for money. Mm -hmm. And instead, you're saying you're going to go out there and do what you want to do and create it Mm -hmm. and get it. You know, like a salesman was the number one dream of anyone who came to America. Everyone wanted to be a salesman because that meant that you're an entrepreneur. It was like whatever product or service you have. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a weaver. Ooh, I can weave this. Oh, I do hair. Oh, I know how to farm and grow fruit. Oh, I do desk. I I love doing desk too. I'm the best desk person ever. Mm -hmm. You know, like that type of thing. Pretty much. No, it's still there. But it's getting there because now here's what here's what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. If you're good, good is not going to be good enough. You're going to have to be better than good. Mm-hmm. And those people are going to be in their bubble. And then those people who are below good or good or whatever, a lot of them, a lot of them, I mean, think about it, bro. Mm-hmm. There's a huge like tsunami that comes by. Okay. Even if you're an okay swimmer, you may not be able to survive the tsunami because you're not strong enough. Mm-hmm. So as the water keeps raising, the water keeps raising, the water keeps rising, people who aren't as good as swimmers keep falling off. Mm-hmm. So right now what's happening is as the information, as they pump out more information, it's like the water's rising. Because you got more people They're who, overstimulating people. Dude, come on, dude. What do we do every day? Most people don't do shit every day. Most people yeah. just sit there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Even at work, they do nothing. Mm-hmm. They go home and talk about nothing. <laughs> they go to sleep and dream about nothing and yeah. wake up the next day and do nothing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day, mm-hmm. nothing. And then they're doing nothing because the water's raising and there's so much being poured out and they don't, they're looking around, they're filling their arms and they're drowning. Mm-hmm. And then 10 years later, 20 years later, they look up and they think like, what have they done? You walk into their house, they turn the key, and they hear the squeak, and the dog barks, and, you know, whatever, and mm-hmm. they look outside the window right there and with their arms like this, and they just have a feeling, and they can't shake it, and they don't know what's it about, mm-hmm. they don't really know why, they just start crying, looking yeah. out the window, and it starts raining while they're crying, you know, yeah. yeah, it's pretty depressing, and then maybe they have an aha moment. And they change their life forever right there. Hmm. Or maybe they don't. And maybe once they have their aha moment, they think in their mind it's either too early or too late. And hmm. that's why most of us don't do anything productive. We always think it's too early. Coming up with excuses. Yeah, we don't come up with reasons why. We come up with reasons why not to. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to do this because I need money. Mm-hmm. Well, you need money and that's why you should do it. Like, you're obviously not getting paid enough, you know, mm-hmm. or I don't want to spend it because if I spend this $100 on this on this business or if I buy this guitar and I want to be a rock star, then if I buy a guitar, then I won't have, I don't know if I'm going to have another $100 to do this. And it's like, well, bro, how are you ever going to be a rock star without a guitar if you want to play a guitar? How can you? That's right. So it's like a medium of like, mm-hmm. 
they provide three why they shouldn't when you know the idea of why they should is created oh I may die kind of like the thing with like we're like we're like smart we're like sm- dumb animals but we're dumb because we think we're smart so we're like we think we know everything and then we think us. we know everything that's what makes us so dumb that's why I was laughing yesterday I'm like laughing at talking to you know well, I'm sauna yesterday and I was in Atlanta and I'm just laughing. I'm like, people just think they know everything. Like, no one asks questions anymore. Even if you make a comment, someone would rather assume something and comment and say some whatever comes out of their mind because they don't have enough curiosity and like lack I feel like of intuition is important though. And, Trying to piece things together. Yeah, but come on. People have a track record of not piecing things together well. Mm-hmm. And That's fair. The thing is, too, how can you piece anything together when you don't even know what the picture is? You don't know what the picture is. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many pieces are in the puzzle. You aren't even taking the time to figure out the corners. You just got a bunch of random pieces. You looked at it and said, that looks like an elephant. Fair. And it's like... Okay. And you didn't ask any questions. And the reason is because people's brains aren't really working. Mm-hmm. Our minds work like this. How old are you? Twenty-two. Where are you? Where were you born? Pittsburgh. What's your favorite color? Green. Okay. Now I don't want you to answer my next question. I don't want you to answer my next question. How tall are you? Did you say it in your head? Yeah. Exactly. If you ask a question, we have to answer it. Our minds, <laughs> our minds will answer questions. That's okay. what our minds is programmed to do. Because guess what? That's how our life works. We see a problem. Okay. We say, what is that? And our mind runs through millions and millions or thousands or hundreds of neurons trying to figure it out. So people don't ask themselves enough questions. That's why they're in the shit they're in. Mm-hmm. And the reason people don't get have good relationships mm-hmm. or people fail to meet new people or fail to whatever is because they don't question anything. And then they allow other people's ideas to stop them and paralyze them from doing anything. Mm-hmm. Well, what if everyone likes to people like to create what ifs? Like okay. you're in a party, see a girl, she's dancing, she's very attractive. Yes. Your initial urge is to go over there and dance with her. Definitely. But right before you do, mm-hmm. you start getting all these pictures in your head. What if she doesn't dance with me? What if she doesn't do this? What if it goes that way? What if it goes that way? Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, your brain is like working against you. But you don't know unless you do it. You don't know unless you do it. You have to assess risk sometimes. Sometimes you do have to ask a question and say, okay, why is she dancing by herself? Mm-hmm. Maybe before you pounce, you should ask yourself questions. Okay, that's fair. And, you know, not to the point to paralyze you, mm-hmm. but just to the point to where, like, you can kind of... Because the thing is, like, you can predict situations. We can do it. But how conscious are we of, or are we of it and then, like, how many situations are we creating because we are predicting a negative outcome? Hmm. Like, how many times do you just say, you know what, I don't know where the money is going to come this month, but I have full faith and belief that the money is going to arise. And it's going to be brought to me at the right time, with the right opportunity, in the right way. Mm-hmm. And then you just separate yourself from an outcome. That's what you're supposed, that's what successful people do. They have a plan in mind. Mm-hmm. They have an angle that they want. Mm-hmm. And then they let go of the outcome and they do it. Yeah. And then at the end, they might look up and say, well, damn, look at the scoreboard. It's 98 to 
to 50 and we won the game. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the game trying to follow the plan, well, that isn't... The game's never going to go how you think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. It's never... You got to be in flow. Like, it's not going to just go the exact way. You're not going to hit the move. He's going to go left and fall. Like, just because you imagine it. Mm-hmm. You know, but... You know, it's... It's a little confusing. I know. Because I'm, like, saying a bunch of different topics. I'm no, no, a bunch it makes sense. But, you know, like, yeah, you got to kind of... But it's kind of like... Everything in his life is, like, an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. There's... Do you believe in duality? Yeah, what do you mean? Do you think do you think that duality exists? Duality as in there's... Everything, duality. Yes. Okay, now do you believe in oneness? Oneness, yeah. How the fuck can they both exist at the same time? You can split one and a half, and then it becomes two. Yeah, but it's still one. Mm. And it is still two. I mean, literally, this and this are... Separate things. Mm-hmm. We're all separate things, but they're all one. It's in the same thing. It's all one. Yeah. That's exactly what life is like. It's like too many questions, not enough questions. Both exist and both are real. Both are real truths. Mm-hmm. White supremacists, black power. Both is real. Both is whatever. Mm-hmm. Water, fire. Both are one, but both are. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's kind of like how things work. Like, there's oneness, but there's duality, and both are true. Yeah. You know, and, and like, a bunch of other things. So, it's like, you know, someone can say, like, you can have the truth, and there still be another truth to that truth. hmm Or, like, someone's understanding can make your truth not truth. Because from their understanding, what you said doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And they're the interpreter of your words. Because they have a different point of view. Yeah. And maybe that's true for them. Mm-hmm. Like, does all good people get good things in return? No. Do all bad people have bad things happen to them? No. Some bad people have a lot of great things happen to them, and you wonder why. And like, they're doing all this bad shit, but yet they always are winning. Mm-hmm. And some good people can just never win. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, are they good just because of what your idea of good is? Is he bad because of what your idea is? Or, you know, whatever. It's like... There is universal laws, but sometimes they don't really work out the way you think they should work out. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got predators out there, fucking tiger going around eating up all the fucking other little animals and eating good. Does it make a tiger bad? You know, is it, is it a good tiger? Is it a bad tiger? Is it good for like, He's it's all perspective. It's all perspective. Yeah. You know, it's all perspective. That's fair. Yeah. So there are many truths, many, 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 many truths to it all. But yeah, so analysis paralysis, and it happens to the best of us, but what's worse is when you don't acknowledge it. Paralysis? You don't acknowledge fear. Ah. You're scared to do something because of a narrative, just because you might be a little embarrassed, but mm-hmm. I mean, now you're really embarrassing yourself because you're thinking about the embarrassing moment, and you drop your fucking water, mm-hmm. and now everyone's looking at you. Mm-hmm. You just thought yourself into a problem. Mm-hmm. The water? Dropping the water? I mean, you were worried about being embarrassed by going to talk to the girl. Mm-hmm. Now you're walking physically okay. in a direction, but you're thinking on this, and you're all tied up in your own head, but mm-hmm. you're not actually experiencing the real head, the real world, which is around you, because 
Like I said, this is all bits of data information that we're trying to interpret. Mm-hmm. You bump into a guy, you drop the fucking water, it hits the ground, mm-hmm. and now everybody's looking at you and you embarrass yourself. And you said, damn it, I knew this was going to happen. Well, of course you did, because you were thinking of all... You think it, and then it happened. Yeah, I mean, so, your anxiety caused a situation, mm-hmm. you know? And that's true to a certain degree. Yeah, I was going to say, because couldn't you, like, just think, like, nothing but, like, positive things and situations happening and then that being manifested when there have to be like an equal to that somewhere there is and even thinking nothing when you think nothing you're actually thinking more mm-hmm. because your subconscious you're only conscious of a certain amount of things mm-hmm. but your subconscious is really where the power lays so people try to program their mind until their subconscious does it like the ballet dancer at a point, she doesn't think about getting her tippy toes and spinning. She just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And when she's dancing and she's really in the movement and she's practiced for 60 hours that week, it's no longer her thinking about the moves before she makes them. Mm-hmm. She is just there in that space right now, right here, making the moves. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves it because they see her in the moment and they see her... It's not about making a mistake. It's not about making it perfect. It's just the fact that she's there doing it. Letting go. Letting go. Mm-hmm. She's released her brakes. Mm-hmm. She said, you know what? She rips the brakes out the car and just pumps the gas. Oh. And uh, I think that's going to be it for the Black Journal. And also, my friend Tyler at the Temple. Nice. What is your podcast called, brother? I don't have a name for it. No name podcast. No name. Tune in. Um, love you guys hope you enjoyed this conversation but uh, I've got to roll (laughs) Wally West Side Story